Hey guys, welcome back to another illustrious episode of the Girl What Podcast Podcast Mashup. We are your favorite hosts, Danielle Denise and Sir Real Camille. Yes, we killed that. Look at that. Nailed the <laughs> intro. Look at us. Episodes done, print. Right. Episodes done. <laughs> <laughs> print Jeff, print that shit. Right. Period. Yes, we are back. Another week. Um, <clears throat> before we get into the episode, we're gonna catch up. Yes, because we've been we've been away for a couple of weeks. We've been away, and yeah, I definitely want to hear about the show, the comedy show on Twitch. Oh my goodness! How was yes. that? So yeah, I made my stand up. Co- I, I can't really call it my stand up comedy debut, but this is the first time I was like built on an event to do comedy like everything else has been like open mics show up say something is cute or hosting mm-hmm. um but honestly i killed that show yes i killed it it was great you better um it. i just i just had a lot of fun i talked about you know being steve harvey's doppelganger i am his <laughs> um <laughs> Love for, that. For the record, uh, I talked about people that are like aggressively nice in situations that don't call for it. It was relatable. Mm. And yeah, I don't even remember some of the other shit I talked about, but I'm already getting ready for the next one. I don't know like when it is, but I'm we out here we out here writing. Yes, I love that. About how long was your set? We were Slated for like ten minute sets, and I fully went like seventeen minutes and didn't realize. <gasps> what? Well, you know, usually isn't there like a light when you are in like an actual place? They have flashing lights or something to like yeah. let you know you have to wrap it up. <laughs> it's, it's very that. It wasn't like a hard time limit, and I was the last one, so it was not nice. an issue. And honestly, people were living, so wow. Why would I stop? On. You were a closer too. That's no easy I feat. Was a closer. Check you out. It felt. It just felt good. Like I don't know. I was not nervous at all days before, but the day of, I was like, "Oh God, mm. I gotta be funny." I've never been funny in my life. <laughs> not true. Stop. Um, I was about to say the laugh was genuine. <laughs> um, but it was really cool. You know, I've. I, it's been on my radar for like the past, or it was it was on my radar for like all of March, and March was I don't know a very transformative time for me, <clears throat> but mm-hmm. I was just, I spent a lot of time just thinking about like okay what do I want to do with comedy like what not like you know the philosophical shit but I'm just like what energy do I want to bring and what sort of jokes do I want to tell all that shit and I just kept reminding myself like I, like I I don't want to talk shit on myself like i don't want to be a self-deprecating mm. comedian that, that's not going to do a damn thing for me yeah and i think it's it's too easy um mm. so i don't know i just i really didn't realize but i was just really trying to build confidence because if you, like if you want to make people laugh they need to trust you they need to like trust you to carry a show or not carry a show but to, like carry a set and get a point across and you know, not have lulls in the sto- in the story and all that shit. Like, like that's the kind of comedy I want to do. I just quality, you know. 
And yeah. it just requires, it requires fucking confidence to get up there and do that shit. So I just... 100%. Really have been leaning into that. That plus being in quarantine got me not wanting to put up with anybody's shit. So the mouth is mouthing even more than ever. So... <laughs> I love that. All these scared ass comics after Will settle down. Get up there. Get up there. We got got T.I. trying to body slam some girl. Yo, um, the clips I've seen of his setup or his stand-ups have been so cringy and just gross. Bad. (laughs) Oh my god. It's terrible, and, you, and I'm sure you saw that that shit with him, like coming at that that host in Atlanta, right? I didn't see that. I saw a post, but I didn't click it. But was he like basically harassing? What was he? What was he doing to her? He was basically he was heckling her at first, and then he got oh. up onto the stage at one point and like just Ooh. got all up in her face. Was and she joking he did this about thing him? Where he, yeah, she, she, she said something about like uh, address the allegations and T.I. took that (laughs) which is like also like A. do it B. Yonce C. no I'm distracted Uh, (laughs) but she said address the allegations to him and he took that and ran it was ridiculous there was one point he did this thing and i hate i hate even when it's playful i hate seeing niggas do do shit like this to to women Mm. but he like got all up like in her grill like face to face and he did this thing where he like hugged her and Mm. then like he used his embrace to get a hold of her microphone and like yank it from her hand as he like released her so it was yeah, it's. I hate it. I hated it. I hated it. Oh and my God. So he thought he was Will Smith. He just thought he could just bombard this woman's space and everything. I was like, this is the ripple effect. This is what. This is what all the white people are worried about. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, sorry this is what that. Amy Schumer was traumatized about. Listen, that She's that so for sure is more traumatizing than anything. For the yeah, for like the actual comedian who like this happened to. Yeah, for her. Yeah, I hope she's okay. But like, she listen. She is on her IG getting this exposure and laying it out. He said (laughs) something about um, saying that he would give her like a million dollars or something if if she could prove that he called her a bitch. And oh. she posted it. She had. She had a. She had. There is security footage of him leaving the building and shouting, "Bitch!" <laughs> like Tia, like, you doing? tried it. Now you're trying to be a little too funny. Stop. What are we doing? <laughs> wow! How embarrassing! How embarrassing mm-hmm. is that? That like. That's when you should hang it up. Like the stand. The stand up isn't. No, Funny when your life is the joke, that's not exactly what stand-up comedy is supposed to... That's, that's not what it's supposed to be about. At all. You, you got to tell jokes, not be them. Yeah, see, these are like the, the dark pits of the pandemic. The things they bring out. <laughs> like T.I. trying to do stand-up. <laughs> For also that, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I hope... There aren't too many more rappers that follow in his footsteps. However, there's clowns like Boozy, and mm-hmm. I think it's Mano. Somebody, I think he's the rapper who went on Lip Service, Angela Yee's podcast. Okay. And talk. I don't know if you saw it. I saw it on Twitter, but he was on there talking about his fetish 
uh or his favorite way to do role play is like basically a white woman um treating him like a slave oh no 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 oh Oh, and he was like they're probably gonna cancel me but like honestly it's like i don't care too too much because Mano is absolutely nobody to me like (laughs) i don't even know if he does music anymore but it's just the fact that he feels like you know oh i should just share this share my truth i don't know for why i don't even know if he has a wife at all but like Oof. I don't know. That, that that sounds pretty crafted to me, and that's that's the weird thing is people like are down for, like, oh, I want I want these bigoted ass fans. Let me, let me, let me reach out and I know snatch these ones up. These fools. These fools because clickbait is a thing. So, <sighs> but it's all good. A day you know? in the life. Right. We're we're on the a trajectory, a positive trajectory with everything you gotta lean in yes and congrats to you i'm so glad you did that and you killed it is it recorded at all because i'd love to watch it back absolutely i got it on youtube <gasps> and i will Yay! share that with you it is, it is all ready to be linked up oh i'm excited yeah send that to <clears throat> me when you upload it so oh hell yeah i could be in there but yes so trust and believe yeah i'm excited but yes, this past weekend was my birthday. Ooh, yes, come on, B Day. And you absolutely you went from having no plans oh. to being <laughs> to Shaboom. Yeah, that was um wild how like quickly that whipped together and then how perfect it was. <laughs> like how many hours before you had to leave did this whip together? I don't even feel like it was a full day. Was it? I had well the conversation with this lady because I the I remember I wanted to do that at a point, so I had like hella Airbnbs bookmarked already. So my search uh. at least wasn't like strenuous, but the time frame was because like people were booking that shit up that weekend. I don't know what last weekend was to be honest. For it to be booked up literally everywhere, like every city. I was looking at the desert. Temecula, that, that's where mine was. But even then, nothing good was under a grand a night. And I was well, just like, God you, damn. you probably got caught up in like a spring break weekend because I think yeah. spring break season started like two or three weeks ago. I, I, I firmly bo- uh, agree with you there because it's, if it's not that, it's festival season it's just yeah the time. It was the heat wave that week like yeah 100 percent. so between that and actually booking the place i think i had like four days i want to say that was tuesday when i booked and then okay. so the weekend so it was basically from friday to sunday and i talked to the lady i was like okay i'm gonna have like a few people stay but like saturday i want to invite people to just come hang out with the option to stay, of course, because it's a little far. <clears throat> and if we could smoke outside. And when she said everything was good, I was like, okay, cool. So I booked. And then I started inviting mostly girls. It was basically all girls at the end of the day. But Absolutely. like, it was a lot of yeses at first, which would have low key been more than what the Airbnb allowed. <laughs> but you went for it. You said, I, I need to cast a wide net. Well, because, and I will make cuts as needed. Yeah, because I was like, I don't think 
everybody's going to stay. I think everyone's just coming down to hang out and we'll probably go back home. Or at least that was the conversation of a few people who were coming. So then, uh, so everything is good to go. I'm excited. And then Friday comes. I go down there by myself to basically check in and grocery shop. And then everyone who was supposed to come down didn't. And it was like, I know that was the hottest day of the week, or at least one of the hottest days. So a couple of girls had major car problems. Whoa. (laughs) Right? Like overheat and like just had to call AAA and start over. And I was like, damn. Oh my God. Start over. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, girl, if you can't make it, I totally understand. She's like, nope, I'm getting a rental car. I'll be there in the morning. And I was like, okay, well the baddest right i love love that like she still made it and so did my other home girl she was like yeah today my tire blew so we'll try again tomorrow i'm like fine no problem no pressure just get here safe other way i would have been i can't i can't come this weekend i can't record the podcast for the next month um i gotta go (laughs) off the grid (laughs) right honestly I could have like started a whole new life in that house. It was so nice. <laughs> so nice. I was bummed that like no one could come down the night before. But at the same time, I had that whole house to myself. And I kind of just like sat there and manifested. I was like, I could have this. You had the whole place? That is pretty dope. I had the whole place the first night. And like the pool just overlooking the vineyards. Oh, man. It was luxurious. It was worth every penny. I wish I did it till Monday and got that whole Sunday in, Mm. but it worked out because even more people said they couldn't come the next day. So it was like a comfortable amount of like eight of us, I think. So it was like, there's enough space to sleep, um, to be on the couch, to chill. My mom was there. She, she was in her own little world. She just never left the jacuzzi. She was like, I'll be right here. Nice. She brought her little speaker and she was just having a ball. <laughs> she said, you know where I'll be. Right. <laughs> She's like, I will be out in the pool. I'm like, yes, that's what it's here for. Please use it. <laughs> Send for me if you have to. But don't need to do this. <laughs> right. 100%. <laughs> but it was it was just like the perfect like adult sleepover, if you will. Because we had great. no plans. I said we could go to the wineries because they were literally down the hill. But it was like the house is cool let's just stay here and you enjoy so honestly like i'm with that like i can if i could just hermit from a a nicer venue i would just do that yeah yeah that's dip, the way dip to a go. toe into the surroundings occasionally but yeah just soak up li- girl i love that you had the place to yourself the, the first day yeah like that was like it went from feeling like oh to like no this is fucking amazing like this is my house <laughs> right <laughs> i live here handle now. living in a house like that solo dolo yeah i totally could it was like it was like the property was bigger than the house the house itself i couldn't tell you square footage but it was only three bedrooms but all comfortable like size beds and even in one of the bedrooms there was like a couch a pull-out bed couch so it was like wow if you really wanted to have 10 people you could but yeah no it was just it was yeah it was nice i remember i 
bought groceries to make me something to eat so i was all up in the kitchen cooking sat down watched me some netflix i was just like there you go (laughs) i was enjoying my time okay so yeah perfect weekend i would do that again i really want to make a trip to joshua tree i haven't been in so long so it's so gorgeous out there I know. I'm, I'm really. That could be a good, like, even like end of summer trip too. Yeah, definitely not this month because you know all the festivals are going on. I don't even know when, but yeah, like Airbnbs are no joke for prices now. However, oh yeah, that I'm glad I did versus a hotel or something. So, oh, I one hundred. That's a yeah. It's a totally different experience doing it that way. Yeah, yeah. You just got to find the house with all the things. So I've shared the listing with a few people because everyone kept asking me where I was at. And I was like, this is Temecula. People were like, are you in California? And I'm like, yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) Are you even in the state? Are you in the country? I was like, it still looked like (laughs) California. Stop. (laughs) Come on now. You see the hills. But yeah, no, I guess people don't really think about Temecula like that because it's just known for what wineries for real if that yeah, wineries af yeah so but now the houses are dope too oh yes just gotta go. which is like why wouldn't they be you know exactly right they're overlooking vineyards so Come it's a on. gorgeous view we did have some wildlife we had a snake oh no uh, <laughs> uh my mom saw the snake i remember she was like at the pool and she's like yelling for me i'm like what She's like, how do you know if a snake is poisonous? And I just ran outside because I'm like, what kind of question is that? (laughs) Oh, no. But it wasn't bothering anybody. It was just like crossing the driveway to get to a different bush, I guess. Oh, I see. I see. He was minding his business. So I was like, okay, cool. As long as he's going away from us i'm not tripping but the snake was like y'all built this shit between my bushes okay right like um i'm the original owner of this space thank you very much come on now <laughs> i'm the host on my name <laughs> right <laughs> i'll be emailing you later but <laughs> yeah it was black and white so i i couldn't oh i have no idea it was like one of those striped ones i was like what oh that's fierce fuck? It was really exotic, but I couldn't tell you. I feel like that bitch. I feel like the cool looking ones are poisonous. I feel like that too. I feel like, yep, that I, you know, we don't have to find out. Let's let him do its thing until he comes over here. But he never came back. So I'm thankful. (laughs) Was it black with white stripes? Yeah. That's, that might be the California king snake. Non-venomous color bird snake. I don't know. This might be the wrong one. Did you look it up? Yeah, oh, 100%. Google. Oh, what was to say? How did you know oh, that yeah. Dr. Doolittle? I should have just, what am I doing? Why do I not lean into this? Because I'm not a troll. But <laughs> I totally should have just let you believe. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad at me too, shit. I'm so horrible. Um, their diet mainly consists of other snakes. Oh, keep that bitch around. Oh, wow. A cannibal. Eat their I can own respect con? that. Well, listen, either way, you know, he made his presence known and then he dipped off. Like, just know I'm like, here. Y'all gonna know I'm here, right? Right. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep a push. <laughs> right. Give me a reason. Don't not start to. nothing. It won't be nothing. <laughs> and I said, period. 
Respect. 100%. So, yeah. But ever since I came back, I was like, fuck, man. How can I make that? I need to make that happen ASAP. I don't know what I got to do, but. (laughs) Right? I woke up on Monday just mad. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck am I not making money on my art? Right. And living how I want to live. Ugh. Golly. Simple questions with complex answers, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's too, it's far too deep of a rabbit hole. <laughs> that's, a, that's another episode <laughs> for another day. Truly. <laughs> mm. Anywho, let's get into Abbott. But, yeah. Well, I'm, I, I'm glad you had a fabulous birthday. You fucking deserve. Thank you. And, bitch, the house will be yours in a matter of days. Days, come on. Right. Hours. Maybe. It could be three. It could be three hundred and sixty-five. It could be a couple more than that. That's I'm not fine. good at math. Hey, you know what? I'm patient. <laughs> it could be, you know, three sixty-six. <laughs> right. Just one. It, it could be a leap year. I'm down. <laughs> it could be a leap. Three sixty-six. <laughs> three sixty-six. You know, I feel like that's coming up, so it's fine. We're here. But yes, Abbott, episode 12. Episode 12, Ava the Superintendent. Versus Super, you know, with a title like that, I thought they were going to fight. I didn't know what was going to happen. Listen. <laughs> I mean, it went down. It went down at the uh, the district or whatever. <laughs> yes, the district. Mm-hmm. The district, right? Because I used to always think that was like, oh wow, that's where all the schools have to like report to. How prestigious! It's probably some dusty, busty little building. It is a dusty little building. I've seen one out here where I live. I'm like, is that where the teachers congregate? Because blah, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like I'm going to the the library, the, the dungeon library. What the fuck is this? It does look the like district. a rundown library or something that right. hasn't been open in years. It's pretty sad, but yes. Well, personally, I was I was always getting down uh, where this episode begins, which is in the music room. Damn it, choir, band, <laughs> yes. you name it. We definitely had our talks about our band years. Mm-hmm. But this is Mrs. Davis. Which is, I feel <laughs> like Davis. everybody has. I feel like I had a Mrs. Davis at least twice in my career, my school career. <laughs> I didn't, but I, I went to school in Orange County, so you ain't got to count me. Oh, okay. Understood. Yeah. But Mrs. Davis, the music teacher, she got the kids playing Amazing Grace on recorders. Ooh, Just and how sweet the sound. <laughs> right. Mr. Johnson's like, I once was lost <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, But yeah, our episode starts with uh, Janine going to pick up her students from Mrs. Davis's uh, music class. Uh, They are just... Miss Davis has no regard for Janine because they are just playing over Janine's request, like, put down the recorders, get up, go. And then (laughs) she threatens to take them. And who knows when they'll come back. And I couldn't tell if Miss Davis was, like, afraid of Janine or just, like, pissed. I couldn't really get a read on her. Oh, right. Before she, like, quiet the kids. Mm-hmm. Same. I couldn't tell. <laughs> that was an awkward moment. <laughs> it was very that. But, and I was like, 
I was about to be like, where, where are we going with this scene? And that's when, uh, what is his name? Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, the janitor. That's when uh, he comes through with the verse. Singing. Mopping. Doing it. Talking about I was once or I was lost or something. But yes, I, you know, I, I appreciate Mr. Johnson. He's always just popping in and out. He's on time. He's he's a great uh like little satellite character on the show. <laughs> yes, satellite character. Is that what it's really called? Because that's a great term. I mean, it it should be what it's called. It should you know what it did? It just got the point across. So uh listen, theater theater kids, settle down. Okay. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> We got this. You got it. You're coming up with new terms. I'm into it. But oh my God. yes. So this episode is geared around basically principals who have to present or do a presentation in front of the school board for their funding. Yes. And for things like for extracurriculars, like music and you know, things that do yes. more than just just have the kids come to school and reading out of musty textbooks and shit. Right. There's grants and stuff like Miss Barbara or Barbara wants a grant that she's been applying for for 10 years, which is wild. Like you never got it. That sucks. So. And she is just grinding away. You know, it's also Principal Ava who. (laughs) Oh, Ava. She is a. She's trying. I will say this is probably the most effort she's put into something, even though it wasn't good. But she was actually putting together a presentation. Yeah. I thought she was just going to wing it. <laughs> and just oh, like she not was. <laughs> She most certainly was. Uh, if you remember uh, yeah. from previous, uh, was it, I think it was two episodes ago, uh, it was revealed that uh, the blackmail Ava had over the superintendent was null and void because the woman that she caught him cheating with was now his wife yes. or is now his wife. So there's there's no more scandal to really be had or less of a scandal to be had at this point. So Ava right. now has to actually deliver on this presentation that she's really just fucked around on for multiple years in a row. Uh, she's got to deliver yes. an actual presentation in order to not only keep her job, but to secure this funding for the extracurricular activities. Mm, right. She's feeling the pressure. She mm-hmm. wants to keep the job. So... She's doing her her presentation. Um, the uh, it was funny. The uh, the teachers are sort of speculating on you know how seriously Ava might be taking this because of the situation. Yes, and she is. Uh, she happens to walk by, uh, speaking a text message, uh, saying like, "They tell me that I aged out of the bachelor, which is why I need your birth certificate." Ava exclamation mark trying yeah. to acquire another Ava's birth certificate. Okay, so now that, <laughs> that's well, she can be young enough to go on the Bachelor. She was literally trying to find her way out. So right after that <clears throat> failed, she's showing. I want to say this is when she shows Janine part of her presentation. Well, Janine, Janine uh-huh. you know, being the Janine we've known all season, she uh, pulls up. You know, initially just sort of asking around. Uh, trying to find out what Ava's progress or what her mentality is like with this presentation. Mm-hmm. Then she ultimately just comes right out and says, 
let me see the let me see the presentation Ava I need to know what's going on <laughs> like I'm worried <laughs> mm-hmm. this school might really go under if you don't do anything right and that. but you know what this is like leadership Janine this is a Janine that makes sense she's really yes helping out here versus just inserting herself in a, in the wrong place this is the right time for this her to right insert time. herself it has not happened up to this point but here at the uh, <laughs> second to last episode, the penultimate episode, if you will, exactly. she figured it out. Exactly. And so with that, well, not only Janine, but Mr. Greg is also helping. Yes. So, only, only because Janine talked him into it. Janine did talk him into it, but you know, whatever Janine wants, she gets from Greg. So I love Come that. On I love that he's always in. And I remember, I think it was Greg who talked about the Wi-Fi password being bad bitches only. <laughs> bad, she, he said, he said the only change I can think of Ava making recently was changing the ba- the password to bad bitches only. That is hilarious. This bitch is wild. Ava is a millennial, okay? She's... Oh, yeah. She's you awesome. saw her with her, uh, with her tablets on... <laughs> tablets on robots uh which were gonna be her assistants for the presentation just two pre-recorded screens (laughs) helping her spell abbott because she can't do it by herself and it didn't sound like it was spelling abbott right (laughs) no Uh, i think i heard an l i was like they they did like one t and jumped to the l like what ava like this is Abbott not cool. L. This, Ava thinks that it is spelled with one T, and the elementary starts with an L. She is hilarious. That's why we love her. <laughs> She's ridiculous. But yeah, so I love Ava so much. I, I do too. Like she has to stay. But yeah, so I remember from there. That's when like Janine and Greg were like, "We got to shut it down. That's not it. That is not yes. it. We got to go back to the drawing board and." rehash these uh slides for your presentation and greg is very well he's very passionate because you know he wants to he wanted to be a principal himself and didn't pan out he's still a little salty no. but it's very giving him salty. the sodium is high the on so- this <laughs> right. it's boiled <laughs> over but he's also kind of like slowly accepting his place a little bit Either way, yeah. he's the and, you numbers know, guy. They're mm-hmm. putting the kids first, so like they're like they acknowledge that a necessary evil for yeah. in, in in trying to get this funding for the kids is it's gonna be trying to help Ava keep her job. Exactly, exactly. So he's throwing all the numbers, all the charts, all the stats, data, data, at Ava. data, data. Yes, all the data, and he's he's just like, "Do you follow?" And she's like, "No." And she says something about him looking like you never look less attractive. I hate you. Oh leadership. yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh, like damn. Which is great because he said that he was going to bow out if she like compares him to like food or something. Yes. And she is this Ava is not trying to flirt with this uh, non submissive Mister Eddie. Right, like he's putting his foot down, and she's like, "Ugh." You've never looked more or less attractive. <laughs> I feel it hurt. Which, you know what, bitch? Draw your line. Ava said, I'm a top bitch. <laughs> right? I do the Fall bending back. over. Please. Bow down. Sheesh. 
Right. So, you know, they're, I guess she's lo- she's losing her attraction just a pinch, not too much, but a little bit. Right on time, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it's working out. <laughs> but so the B-side story is also Barbara and Melissa, who um, are, what are they doing? I remember Barbara, she wants this grant. Melissa yeah. is letting her know that she's got to talk to her church member and shake her down basically (laughs) yeah i love that both of these stories deal with like funding for extracurriculars like grant funding the district funding all that shit yeah but um yeah while janine and greg are tied up with ava um barb melissa and and jacob gets into this storyline as well Yes. Um, they're they're seeing what they can do, or well, they start off having like a little bit of a a difference in philosophy about how they should approach uh, trying to get the grant funding together that Barb has been applying for for a decade. Mm. So, yeah, but they're talking about um, the other church member that you mentioned, and I do not know her name. It will come up on this uh, episode I have playing in front of me. I feel like and... it's a race or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but basically uh melissa well they both know that she's uh one of the shadier members melissa gets some intel and barb pretty much confirms it but she's been uh siphoning money from uh some sort of church fundraiser for years mm-hmm. so melissa's like you need to work this bitch over so that we can get this grant funding for you And Barb makes a comment saying, you know, I'm not used to playing in the mud. I usually leave that to your people or people like you. Yeah. Which wild. (laughs) Wild. Like the church lady leapt out of Barb. Yeah. Like, (laughs) whoa, Barbara. I I felt that for Melissa, for sure. Her whole face twisted up. She's like, what? (laughs) Melissa said, you people. (laughs) You people. (laughs) Like, oh, huh. Is that how she feels? cool but and that kind of like rubs her the wrong way for the rest of the episode because they don't sit together they don't well i remember melissa comes into barb's classroom for a sec to get the rug that she got (laughs) she said i'm here to repo anything that i ever got you with my shady mud people or whatever it's called like trash people uh uh tactics Right. So she's coming in, p- pulling up rugs, uh, taking out uh, dioramas, right? All that shit. She's like, mm, "This has this has mud on it too. It's got to go." <laughs> and at first, I totally thought that Barb was gonna like feel bad, but Barb just said, "All right, then, girl, like, <laughs> like just unfazed, like take it then. She- Get all this crap up out of my classroom." <laughs> You know, Barb can have her like Squidward tendencies where she just not Squidward. She do because you know, like she's like a realist, so she's like, if it's not gonna happen, if it didn't happen for five years, it's not gonna happen now or or whatever. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. she's already like lost. But either way, yeah, I know. I feel like she was a little shook because I remember when she came in, when Melissa came in, she was just like, "What are you doing?" And then when she started taking <laughs> stuff, she's like, "You know what?" Like, she kind of knew she was wrong, but she just had to just sit in it and be like, the take pride. it. <laughs> the, the pride. The pride was on her face. Yeah. But we, we start to see Barb, uh, Barb, uh, descend Barb. into, or I guess, like, start to succumb to her emotions. Uh, she's in the gar- in the garden with Jacob, and he's, you know, talking like he talks, and she is visibly, like, trying to saw 
some collard greens out of this school garden. <laughs> yeah, and she boring. yanks it up and gets dirt all over Jacob. And <laughs> that is her her wake-up call to how, like, manic she's being. <laughs> and then she just opens up. Like, she doesn't want to compromise her morals, but she is sick and tired of being looked over for this grant that she knows she deserves yes. for 10 years. Yes, that part. She's just... You know, a morally saved woman, so she's putting certain things in priority. And she's morally saved, but she 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 gets in line real quick this episode. <laughs> well, I think because it boiled down to like how much she cares about her kids. You know, that's true. All these teachers are doing this for them. It's never really for like the only person who's self absorbed is Ava. Like she's doing no, everything in I, her favor. That doesn't sound like her. That's <laughs> that's not the principal Ava Coleman I know. <laughs> it's the one I've seen for sure. I've seen that Ava. She's crazy, but. Yeah, when it comes to Barb and Melissa, they are all about the kids. So, and Melissa is just a mob wife. So she's about that now. life. She's trained to go, and she was she like, knows how to get it done. She's about she's results. Yeah, she's like Barb. What the fuck? Why not? Let's do this. Shake her down for me. <laughs> Ask her she some questions. Her down for us. For us. For <laughs> Abbott. Okay. <laughs> Come on now. So I do love them having their like. They're like turning into a Bonnie and Clyde a little bit. I'm into it. They really are. Oh, it's Delicia Sloss. Her name is Delicia. Who? The woman from the church. Delicia. What a name. Delicia Sloss. You remember Delicious from The Flavor of Love? Yes, that's or what now, I'm thinking. Feel old yet? <laughs> I want it to be delicious. Might as well. <laughs> right? It's Take like it's Delicious Sloss. Like. <laughs> delicious loss like i don't know <laughs> maybe there's a pun in there that we can't find there, that, that's a drag name that is a delicious drag loss are you kidding me <laughs> i'm just now shout out to the writers creativity Not delicious loss that is beautiful and i said grace i was nowhere near right <laughs> you said they were singing amazing grace that's what i guess that's I, i'm assuming that was my tie-in but that's fierce yes well these two stories converge at the school district um on the day uh, on the day of my daughter's wedding no, on the day of uh, the presentation to the school board. Mm -hmm. um, so in the school district on this day, we're going to get two things. We're going to find out what goes down with Ava Coleman's uh, presentation to the school, the school board on behalf of Abbott. And we're going to find out what happens when Barbara confronts uh, famed drag queen Delicious Sloss. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wee. <laughs> Love that name. Yes. Come on. <laughs> so, right. So the kid, not the kids, the, uh, Jean yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the kids, kids. Janine and Greg specifically. They yes. are supposed to basically help Ava with the presentation. They, they expected that they could go in there and basically assist. But, mm -hmm. uh, Superintendent William shut it down because i can't remember his name so it's gonna have to i don't know either <laughs> also wait why did he have a big ass knot on his head did you see that i think you're just pointing out um oh <gasps> wait i'm 
I hope I'm not pointing Re- out something mean. No, no, but- no. Well, I don't think it's me. I think just <laughs> Reggie Hayes has a knot on his forehead, or maybe like a butt chin, but on his forehead. Has he? Oh, so he's always had that. I don't know. I'm going to pull up. This might have happened. This feels like it might have happened. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the other episode he was in and see if he had it in that one. I feel like you would have noticed. Well, no, I didn't notice it this time. What am I saying? Oh, you didn't see. I didn't notice it any other time except this episode, and it was more no. so like towards the end after the presentation when his knot was like shining to me. I was like, shining, 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 shining. It was like a golf ball size knot. I was like, uh, is he all right? It, did he? Now that I see it, I'm like, how did I not see it? I, <laughs> see I just didn't me? see it. It's big. It's his shiner. It's like he really like smacked his head on something or something hit him. Like, like who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> I hope he's okay. I did too. I mean, he was okay enough to deliver lines. Yeah, I know. He did a phenomenal job being a really like annoying superintendent. So <laughs> he's, he's a real son of a bitch. All right. He's killing his role. So, but yeah, no, he shut down. Greg and Janine from going into the presentation with Ava because he's like, I want yep. you to do it. And now he's just being like petty and petty, petty, super petty. But then he like, <laughs> what happened right there? So he like whispers into Ava's ear, but he was like, <laughs> she was like, well, is something bad going to happen? And he's like, worse or no. Oh my no, God. No, no, so so he, he, he basically, he told them, uh, the, the, the three of them that, only Ava was going to do the presentation. Yeah. And then he walks past all of them, goes up to Ava, whispers something. I don't even think the audience hears it. At all. And then, uh, and then Ava turns to Greg and Janine after they see him whisper. And and uh, Janine is like, what happened? Did he tell you that you were going to get fired if you don't do well in there? <laughs> and then <laughs> Ava said, worse. worse. I, I didn't hear what he said. I didn't even hear what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg... Greg and Janine both just look terrified. Like, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. <laughs> they didn't know what to do. They're just stunned. Like, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so they let Ava go. She's in the room with the board of uh, teachers, members, directors. And... The, them hoes. He, them, he yeah, has them the knot in the other episode, too. Maybe he just has a knot on his head. Oh, he did? He did, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, maybe that's his life now. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> or they added it. That's such a weird thing to add. <laughs> they did not add this. <laughs> oh, if they did, I'm saying. <laughs> right, like, yeah, let's, let's use our CGI budget on a facial growth. It's like a prosthetic. Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess that would also. He's like spending six to eight hours in a chair to put that knot on his head. Like, why? <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, that's really ridiculous. Let me get off this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is spending a third of the episode on this knot. <laughs> <laughs> it bothered me. I remember I wrote it down. I was like, what is this knot? Question mark. <laughs> that is too funny. But, yeah, so, but Ava's actually doing a decent job. She's trying her best. She She's using the charts and she's also like saying... She is not doing a decent job. I mean... She, <laughs> <laughs> she is she is almost forming coherent sentences and I guess we'll take that. <laughs> it's like she said to herself, what would Gregory do? Because she basically was regurgitating things that he was telling her. Like, we're not 
overperforming, but we're not underperforming. And that. like the kids are coming to school, so our attendance is up. And it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the effort, you know, it's like right. C minus effort, but it's effort nonetheless. You are so kind. You are so kind. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she yeah she she gets she basically she gets a t- her attendance grade for the day. That's about what Ava gets True. until this sort of her back is like sort of pushed against the wall, um, and Denzel Collins, Superintendent Collins, is his name. He uh, is saying, you know, that's your time. That's your time. Not even including the five minutes you took when you got a paper cut. And mm. then she's like, listen. I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. She said, uh, I know you want me to uh, <laughs> lay it all out for you with pie charts and cake graphs. <laughs> <laughs> cake graphs. <laughs> this bitch did not <laughs> say cake graphs. so silly. But like she's, but you know, she's being, this is when we get to see Ava like be herself, but also like be the advocate that she's supposed to be for these kids, like for the first time. And she yeah. talks about, like, you know, making sure that she's got, you know, barrels of lotion for the kids with crusty ankles. Uh, she's making sure <laughs> that the kids are good when they're waiting for their parents to get picked up. Um, <laughs> and she's basically just saying, listen, like, the, the uh, even, oh, uh, and then he keeps trying to say that, like, your time is up. And then she's like, you're not going to just pull me out of here like little mama at the VMA. Which <laughs> 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 murdered me down. She's so funny. But then uh, the the teachers start like eavesdropping in, and they hear her on this part, basically saying like, "Listen, no matter what happens to me, these kids are going to be fine because the the teachers at Abbott are dedicated. Uh, they're incredible. We're out here giving them an, a charcuterie experience with appetizer money. So give this money. So give the money to these kids because they deserve it. Damn it." deserve that's right i'm so glad she stood up for her her uh teachers uh, and stuff it was and i'm and i'm glad the teachers heard it yeah i'm glad that like that they heard her do that and she really she really did that damn thing like this is the proudest everyone has been of ava this whole season and yeah (laughs) now i think what like really sealed the deal was miss howard shaking down the delicious girl yeah, Delicia. because we immediately find out that Superintendent Collins, like, he comes out as soon as, like, when they're, se- when they're like, celebrating and says that, you know, listen, you gave a great presentation, but you're still not getting this money as long as you work at Abbott because you blackmailed me. Why would I help you? <laughs> <laughs> so just being you? a son of a bitch. And that pisses Gregory off. Like, he's always given, like, eyes. <laughs> he's always got, like, the eye cam on him. But mm-hmm. he was livid about how the superintendent handled that. Well, because, yeah, at the end of the day, he's just being just as messy as Ava. He's not doing anything better than her. <laughs> exactly. He just has a, be- a higher power in the school system. So he's taking full advantage. And Gregory doesn't like that. And I love Greg's morals. He's just a, you know, conscious person of everybody. He knows Ava's also a lot, but he's like, no. She doesn't deserve that because we don't deserve that because that's what it yeah. trickles down to, you know? <laughs> like, you ruin it for all of us. But Miss Howard, or basically Miss Melissa Peeps Delicious. I don't have to call her Delicious. Delicious is not going <laughs> to roll off the tongue. But Delicious, like, basically go to the restroom and Miss Howard makes her move and she, you can tell for a second she hesitated. She wasn't trying to do it, but she does it. It goes into the restroom and 
wait for her to come out and she didn't even say a lot she's just like oh um we go to the same church we know the same people god is good right <laughs> listen and that's all she said <laughs> and the girl she knew said- <laughs> the girl knew she was like all the time <laughs> just that right god is good all the time <laughs> and she, she said something before that about like uh what did she say? She said, yeah, she literally did say God is good. Is he not? Is <laughs> he, he not? knows in our hearts whether we are good people or not. And then she <laughs> tries to get out of there and she says, while I have your attention, you're on the church finance committee, aren't you? That and part. then the scene just ends. <laughs> that part. I love that. Little dialogue went a long way. Effective. Very effective. Straight to the point. And I think that's what like really sealed the deal for them to get the grants yeah. and the funding. And um, but you know, Melissa and Miss Howard, you see, they don't really talk about whatever they be doing with anybody else. They keep it to no. themselves. <laughs> and I love this. that the camaraderie, the sisterhood between them. Keep that shit close. I love that. Like, cause all that shit happened. Like, I, not, not even I don't even think Jacob knew when it when it happened. No, that's what I'm saying. Like they were so like, it was just so seamless, and it, they were just under their breath. Like Melissa's like, "Oh look, there's delicious." <laughs> Miss Howard just started walking. You know, it was very low key, very Ocean's Eleven. You know, under the radar. Yes, I was into. Also, it. did you peep her red power suit she wore that day? She did wear a power suit. Wow, attention to detail. Come on now. <laughs> that did happen i i appreciate the power suit and the power play it all ties in Ooh. together very symbolic i think i called them bonnie and clyde earlier i meant thelma and louise listen they're amazing but yes yeah, so after that i want to say we basically wrap up the episode yeah um oh no Melissa and barb rekindle their friendship they rekindle their friendship but what i enjoyed was what greg said i think this was before even the presentation but when he said uh anything's easy when you're asking for the favor or something like that oh yes and it was like so fucking sweet and like janine didn't even fully pick up on it (laughs) because when does she ever because she's right it just goes (laughs) over her head and she's just like oh well in that case i would like a nintendo switch and i'm like girl (laughs) come on now child sweet sweet janine who can't yeah. Speaking of Mr. Eddie, we also get in like the credit scene. Uh, we find out that he is that Ava's sort of doing a a slight kind of interview with him, and we find out that he is accepting a full time position at Abbott Elementary. And Ava mm-hmm. says, "Welcome to full time teaching at Abbott, Mr. Eddie." And Mr. And she's like keeping that hand firmly grasped thumbing over it and he says the thing i'm looking forward to most is having access to the hr department and then he leaves (laughs) winks at the camera and ava goes what's hr what's hr right she's like (laughs) who (laughs) (laughs) listen that's how you know it don't exist because she don't even know what it is so i 
I live. HR is probably Superintendent Collins. I know. They probably have to go through him for anything. <laughs> but I'm glad that was for full-time. I didn't even realize he wasn't full-time still. I thought she was about to hire him on as like an assistant principal or something. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I'm cool with the full-time teacher because then he's going to be in the mix of Janine more than anybody. So Exactly. I'm here for it. Super cute episode. Ava versus Superintendent. Yes. I love that episode. So good. Again, they're just, this writing is just uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. I've been watching a couple of her interviews and she like knew they had a good thing going. She's like, yeah, as we were writing this, we were like, yeah, this is good. And then we started recording the pilot and we're like, no, this is great. And then we just started well, Ava's recording a writer on the show. show so. Yeah. She's like, Fuck we really have yeah. something here. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so sweet to see, like she really, she gets emotional about it. Like she, all of this is dedicated to one of her teachers named Miss Abbott. Oh, I'm like, oh, this That's is so, so awesome. endearing. That's I can't. I got. Was that on the? Uh, she did a late night interview this week, didn't she? Oh my gosh, she did another one. I don't even know. I feel like I keep I, finding stuff. Was she in like a red dress on the interview you saw? Maybe was it Fallon? I think yeah, I think she was on Fallon or she was on one of the main late night hosts this week. I feel like you know she's on finale. a press run, so she's mm-hmm. everywhere. She even did a thing with Charlemagne, like a whole special oh. episode. And I'm like, wow, oh like God. she's working. I respect she's the hustle. So funny. Yeah, she's amazing. So kudos they to really Miss Quinta. And to get fucking Cheryl Lee Quinta. Yes. Uh. Janelle and Cheryl, like those three gets alone, like magic, yeah. <laughs> lightning striking three times. They are quite the trifecta for sure. Cheryl, I feel like they could all get like an Emmy nod. This whole show, yes. this whole cast. And yeah. did you see the article talking about this could be Cheryl getting her overdue Emmy? She's never won an Emmy. She does. She's never been. I don't know if she's. She's either never won or never been nominated. Wow. Well, I feel like. Well, yeah, I'll have to do some digging, but she deserves. I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, I know that she did. I'm not sure what other TV she's done besides Moesha. That's the only thing I can think of. And then Dream Girls. There's mm -hmm. a movie. The original. Her first Emmy nomination. Yeah, she's never been nominated. Well, long overdue. She's been on Moesha, It's a Living, Instant Mom, and Ray Donovan. Oh. I don't know the the name Ray Donovan, but I've never seen it myself. Right. I've seen it on like a billboard, Mm. but (laughs) never gave it a chance. And she's also on some like Canadian fantasy drama right now as well. She's like, I heard her on an interview and she's like filming for that soon too. Oh my God! Well, busy. So she's she's working. She's working. I met her daughter like four ish, five ish years ago at like this. Brandy? No, <laughs> real daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she has this daughter named Ivy Coco, and she's like an influencer, and she's super cute and like a model. Um, and yeah, when she was saying her mom is Cheryl Lee Ralph, I was like, wow, what a life. 
What a damn life. What a life to have a legendary mother. Her dad was also this super hot traveler. I'm like, wow. Love your life, girl. Live. You better pop off. Do it. Oh, oh. I meant to say this earlier. So, Mr. Hill, Jacob. Yes. I saw him on another show called Bonding on Netflix. Have you ever seen that? He's on Bonding? He's on it only for like a second and it's like not a lot of the scene but he's on the second season did you watch you watch that show i think i watched the first season so he's in the second season and it's like maybe the fifth or sixth episode but small scene but like i just heard his voice and i was like, <gasps> Mr. like I Hill. Know this voice. and he's in like bondage where <laughs> Oh, I see the, I see a still from it. Yeah, he's got the little leather joint on. And he's like, I think the ginger's boyfriend's ex. Okay. They kind of all start making out because they're at like a a circuit party or something. I don't know, but it's interesting. It's already on my screen. Just kidding. You're watching it? Imagine. No, no, no. That would be (laughs) rude. (laughs) I was like, that's a different kind of show, honey. (laughs) I do like it. Like, it's funny to me, but some people really find that, like, offensive. And I'm like, what are you finding offensive here? The act of BDSM? People are so angry, stifled, and boring. Right. Like, you're so vanilla. Stop. But like go be that over there, okay? If you think you you bitching about this has not stopped it for centuries. So <laughs> what's good, hard. Miley? What are we doing? Right. It is 2022. Get over it. Get over it or get under it, bitch. We're moving on. We're moving on, honey. <laughs> that part. Let's wrap up this episode. Look at that. Look at the under an hour. What? Professionals. Who are we? Yes. Um, you can find me at girlwhat underscore pod and Danielle Denise LA for Instagram. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can also email me at girlwetpod at gmail.com. I'm all for career, uh, constructive feedback. Love that. And and how about you, Queen? You can find me in all places at Sir Real Camille, S-I-R-R-E-A-L-C-A-M-I-L-L-E. Look at that. We spelled the whole thing this time. Uh, that's Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, Twitch, TikTok, all that trash. YouTube. Um, yeah. Check us out wherever pods are cast and wipe that ass. <laughs> Words to live by. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.